We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers and swearing. Passengers travelling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. With rain falling on it, like an airplane, or do you envision no, like a field? I, a field. Um, you do? Yeah. I just picture Audrey Hepburn singing. No, I, I just, I, I, every time I hear, I just see a plane flying through rain. Oh, really? I wonder yeah. what that says about your character yeah. compared to me who envisions a plane. And me who envisions Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> who knows? Audrey. Audrey. You're a legend. Are we going to get an Audrey film soon, do you think? Audrey Tattoo. Oh, you mean a film about Audrey Hepburn? It'd be quite fascinating. She had a very fascinating life. I mean, she um, is she from Poland? I can't quite remember. Yeah, I think she's got a Polish background. Yeah. And, you know, she suffered through the war with mm. terrible starvation to the point where her body never really grew. So that's why she was also in, all, always so incredibly thin was because her body processed food not the way it should have in the end because she yeah. went through such a long period of starvation. So... Yeah, I think it would be quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Maybe it's in the works. Maybe someone will listen and go, hey, that's a great idea. Let's do <laughs> Let's that. Do I know, it. I won't copyright it because I can't write a script for it. I reckon you could. I give it a shot. No, no, no. Do a bit of research. I wonder how... Sounds too hard. I wonder how long, like, if you were to do an Audrey Hepburn film now, would you have to pay money to, like, her estate or her relatives? Like, at what point does a person come out of copyright so you can actually start making films about, well, about paying anyone? it's to do with who, who owns the rights, like, from her will. I think it's her son, mm. and her son is still alive and kicking. So I guess you'd have to pay him. But it's interesting though because I think it's seventy years as a copyright thing, but I don't know if that's it, with people or I think, yeah, I think that's I don't know other stuff. Yeah, because I know with books and stuff like that, it's so many years after the death of the author. I can't remember whether it's seventy years after the death or ninety years after the death. Or seventy-one. Uh, but that uh, the author of Doctor Doolittle, uh, the books that they wrote uh, have come out of uh, are now like um, in the public domain. So that's why they made that Robert Downey Jr. Doctor Doolittle film because they didn't need to pay anyone to make it. Like they can just go, well, we're going to just use that property now because it's free. Fair enough. No, mm. that's why. Mm. I wondered. I wondered why it was all of a sudden. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that really terrible. Was it Eddie Murphy that played Doctor Doolittle? Yeah. In yeah. those other terrible films that I actually think I enjoyed when I was a kid because I was a kid. I don't think I've point. ever seen them. <sighs> Maybe I've seen bits and pieces of them. I feel like there was a bear in it. I think there was a bear, a, bear, a big grizzly bear. There. Is that what you were like saying? Chair as well. Those are cool. They are cool. So, um, what are we doing? Oh, my goodness. Are you ready to sew um? I Two minutes know. 40 and oh. you're so umming. That's brilliant. Let's do this. Know. Is it brilliant or just, I don't know, mad? Well, it's 2020. We've it is. We've reached a new debt. Well, it's well into 2020. We're in February now. Um, which is crazy which on is its crazy. own. Um, but, you know, new decade. Pinch and a punch, first day of the month, no returns. It's after lunchtime. Oh, is that a rule? And I've also yeah. dated this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were right, though. Uh, it was uh, 70 years after the author's death. Ah, 
there you go. Yeah. Oh, that are um, that are copyright. Cop- that's for books. I know, I know. I'm still trying to figure out the whole for a person. <laughs> yeah, because like they, they they have made films about people, haven't they? But uh, that like the people. Like, like the, Truman Capote. Yeah. But the family come like sometimes the family comes back and goes, No, 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 that's I'm not, not happy about that. I'm not happy that. about that. And surely if the, the the family like got have got to get their permission. But well, I don't think they do. What about if, Bruce if the Lee? person lives in the public domain, which a lot of those people do, um, mm. therefore anyone can do anything they want. It's just whether the family will like it or not because when Green Book came out um a couple of years ago, which um did it win? The Oscar, or was it just oh, in that? We'll probably get to that. It certainly we, we'll was probably nominated. will get to that, but I know that the family um, were not happy about uh, the portrayal of the friendship and said that it basically was an over-exaggeration of how close um, the the pair ended up being. Oh. Um, and now I am, I am looking for it. Green Book, and it did win. There you go. 2018, best picture. There you go. Um Spoilers. Spoilers. But, yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood when Bruce Lee was depicted in that, Mm -hmm. the family didn't approve of that at all. Like, they hated that. No, so I wonder what the legalities are. Mm. Well, according to this thing here, it says uh, it is absolutely legal for people to write unauthorised biographies, make documentaries or dramas about someone without needing their permission. You do need permission to portray a real person in a work of art, such as a book or movie. This happens all the time. So it's absolutely legal for people to write unauthorized. So you can make biographies and documentaries or dramas without permission, but you need permission to make a book or a movie. That's it's that, very. I'm so confused. That's confusing. That doesn't make any sense no, at all. No, it's uh, maybe we need to get a lawyer in and 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 tell us, and, and then we can discuss this. A copyright yeah. lawyer or something. Yeah, we'll probably need to pull some funds together for a bit um, <laughs> before we can afford one. If you want to send us a like, so a now tidy five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no, we don't have Patreon. Um, no, this stuff is free. If there's any right. lawyers who would like to do a pro bono podcast, <laughs> uh, please contact us and uh, and we will uh, talk. And we will promote you as yeah. part of the deal or <laughs> yeah, package. That's right. If anyone needs a lawyer, <laughs> I was going to say, does Sean ever need a lawyer? Yeah. That's our one listener. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think uh, my uh, boss has started listening. Oh wow! Do, do we? Concerning. Do we? Don't, don't swear. I don't know. Fuck, she's heard me swear heaps. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you're in America, like particularly in Vegas, I think I saw the most of them there, was billboards with, have you been injured? Get better call lawyer. Saul. Yeah, better call Saul, exactly. It's, it's all these billboards, people going, have you stubbed your toe? You may need money. Uh, it's like it's it's just ludicrous there how ridiculous it is. I, I don't watch like commercial TV or listen to commercial radio. Did they have those lawyer ads? Because I think I've seen them in the past, but... I don't remember. Uh, all I remember when I went to the States was the ads for medication. Oh, God, So yeah. we obviously don't advertise medication here, um, but over there they advertise it so you can talk to your doctor about it. And then there's someone with a, like, super fast voice right at the end Make telling you. Make traces of diarrhea, <laughs> nausea, death, Make tra- <laughs> anal bleeding. I'm sorry. May contain traces of diarrhea, <laughs> not may cause <laughs> diarrhea. Make- well, I'm not taking that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Well, How do they get that wonderful chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. You're right. In America, you can be very screwed up by their TV. Like that. That whole you know, 
uh, it's and always death is a last one. Really quickly at death. the end of it. By the way, Matt calls death. What, what, did he just <laughs> what, what, what was that? And I, I love it when it was like one. I, I think I heard one for um, people with uh, uh, diabetes, and, and one of the adverse effects was could be caused diabetes. It's kind of <laughs> what what is going on here? Like seriously, that's like antidepressants, where one of the cause one of the side effects is uh, depression. It's, yeah. 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 it's like well, that's not the right one for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why, why does anyone in America take medication after being exposed to those adverts? It's ridiculous. I don't know because they have to mention all of the side effects and I think they're probably used to all of the side effects being mentioned so they know they just have to do it so half of the time none of them are going to be relevant. Mm, it's just it just it's so so weird. Very Apart weird from the stuff. anal leakage one, I mean, geez, that's a bummer, isn't it? <laughs> there's chips that have that on the packet. Oh, may have laxative effects or something. Yeah, yeah, but there's some that like um, I think there's some American chips, and it's got like something along the lines of may cause anal leakage. I'm why not making you, this up, am I? Because why? The, the, no, because there's a chemical. Um, sorry to interrupt no, you there, Lewis, but no, there's phenylalanine. Oh, I don't know, and there's also an additive like a sweetener that does that to some people as well. Yeah. I think it's number one five one or something in in australia I, but uh, i thought the thing about the the, the chips though so were, why is my anus leaking <laughs> i thought the thing, oh look at these chips yeah but the thing about the chips was it was uh and there was another a dietary thing as well where you took this this pill and any like oils and stuff in your, your oh, stomach just get rejected yeah it just sucked it up oh. and it just went through your system and then came out the other end so if you've got a lot of oil like i'm assuming if you had a really oily diet as well you'd probably suffer from the same kind of this thing is, mm. okay can we Take we need this to stop out of this. out of out of the out of the butt region. <laughs> Why do we always start the show with my medical advice <laughs> and butts? Well, like, I, I, I start. I blame him. I started on the perfectly healthy notion of lawyers. <laughs> Uh, middle and, t- and then uh, you took it yeah. then you took it anally so i'm then- sorry <laughs> i'm sorry if you had to go there but that's that's the way it happened All sometimes right. you just do oh we're sorry well, you're listening to tangent city by the way you are um if you've got rachel lewis cat catherine Hello. beautiful lovely why what? do you look so confused because i'm like do you go by cat or catherine sometimes i'm cat's fine cat's fine cat's fine the cat's meow, meow. and then we've got um cecilia here He's, um, I love how you just say, oh, and we've got Cecilia. <laughs> like, that's what it sounded like. Like, oh, God, she's here. Like, yeah. Well, you weren't here last time. That, that so. is correct. And we were all really sad. We were. We were so sad. We couldn't bring ourselves to do more Don't than laugh. one episode. No, 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 no. I just, I just had to I had to look up the chips that they oh. caused it. And it was Lay's Wow Chips. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's leakage in my <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Meanwhile, yeah, wow, people I did are not expect that. Chucking up listening to but this. But I think that like bad medical advice is probably a good way to kick this one off because yep. the well, I mean the we wanted to talk about the movies of the last decade. Yes. We're into a new decade as we you are. say. And we thought, well, a little bit of a review of what went on last decade probably wouldn't go astray. We could maybe look at where people went very wrong with things. That is true. <laughs> and where they went really right. Um but the King's Speech, of course, was the winner in 2010, and he got some really bad medical advice because some idiot told him to smoke to help his stutter. Oh. And so that's why he smoked so much, and that is bad that's medical what advice. killed him. doesn't work at no. all. No. No. Hmm. No. Bad advice. And, and in 127 hours, which was nominated, he took the medical advice of himself by cutting off his arm. <laughs> 
can I get Never out of this situation? Never take your own medical advice. No. Oh, what a horrible... Like, that movie was so horrendous, that part. I, I know we've talked about it before. I've never seen it. It was a blunt knife in the end because he'd already oh. used it. It was like a little um, Swiss oh, Army knife or like some or something. Little, well, he'd been trying to chip away at the rock for ages and ages and ages. So when he realised that was no longer going to work, he had to use it to cut off his arm. And by that time, it was pretty blunt. Yikes. Oh, there's always that one scene where the music dulls and he... It was the nerves it, cutting it off. Yeah, and when he cuts his nerve and it kind of... Yeah, and then you see him just like fall away from his arm oh yeah and, and he's looking is. back at it and that's like that is like i can't remember that film at all but i can remember that scene yeah that's pretty uh, gross I, I think and the thing like that like does my head in is the fact that you know it's all well and good being able to cut around the the, the arm but there's still that big uh, solid thing in the, in, oh. in the bone oh yeah he would have had to break it that was oh. that was the that was the thing that just made me squick it actually was just speaking of grossness black swan was also nominated <gasps> oh um, and there's Sorry. some really gross scenes involving <laughs> the skin yeah in that in that film was, and it was so minor but so gross it was because black swan was another it was a film about a descent into madness wasn't yeah, it yeah it was kind really, of appropriate today yeah, <laughs> a, a ballerina who just um i suppose just wanted perfection mm. and it just sent her into madness just over the, the edge yeah. we, uh, the reason we said it was appropriate was we just saw the lighthouse we did oh yes i haven't seen that and there is yeah. a descent to madness in that and yes. while it wasn't necessarily about black and white it was in black and white it was wow and a very gassy willem defoe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, gassy but oh my god what a body like that guy must do all the yoga oh my god i reckon is he sinewy how would you describe him? Uh, he's uh, lean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, he, lean, muscular. He must be in his sixties now, and he's like, still, I'm all good naked. In fact, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, do you see his willy? You, you, you see a hint of knob. See, I did. I, I didn't <laughs> notice this, but Lewis did, and I don't know whether that uh, says Lewis more always, about me or about I Lewis. I didn't notice either. Was, That's Lewis always sees knob in films. <laughs> yeah, That's it, true. Do you know? Can I? Oh, yep, there it is. There's, there's, I didn't see. Yeah, there's a scene in the film where it's like him standing there full on uh, with one leg like forward and the other leg uh, back and it was like this little hint of knob just uh, just in between. I mean, I have seen his knob before. Burnt into yeah. Lewis's not in this memory. <laughs> when did you see his knob? I'm pretty sure in Antichrist with oh. Charlotte Gainsbourg. Well, that makes sense. It's a Lars von Trier film. Have you seen that film? No, I haven't. disturbing. There are things yeah. that I don't even think I can say. Films on, I'm not going to I don't go even see. think I can say it on Tangent City, what happens in that film. Oh. But I don't think I want to hear because I... Tried to watch uh, *Nymphomaniac*. We talked about it a little bit on um, on *Unscripted*, I think. Mm. And there's like full on sex scenes in that with Shia LaBeouf, and I see his erect member, and I just will never member. be the same. <laughs> <laughs> will I the member got- for LaBeouf please stand? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Dear, um, exception. Oh, sorry, you go, Lewis. I was just gonna, before we yeah, get into the ones you actually know, uh, the kids are all right. Oh, yes. Yeah. I will, um, I'll take this one. Okay, um, go for it. Mark Ruffalo's in it, so that's why I'm aware of this film. Ah. Oh, I know this film. Julianne Moore and Annette Benning play a, um, a couple who have some kids and the kids are the product of one of – one has – they're basically – have one each and Mark Ruffalo's the father of both of them. Oh yeah. Um and then um I think Josh Hutchinson in is is in it and Maya Wasikowski. 
um, or Wasikowska. Yeah, she, yeah. Jeez, I've got a good memory. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, towards the end, spoilers for a 10 year old movie, uh, Julia, um, Julianne Moore and Mark Ruffalo start doing the do. So. Ow. Yeah. Oh. So it's a really good film, though. Yeah, I think I remember it coming out, but I don't know why I didn't see it. I didn't see it at the cinemas. I okay. saw it afterwards after hearing a lot about how good it was. And, of course, it's a Mark Ruffalo film, so I need to complete the set. So mm. I still haven't seen everything. Mm. And That's True – okay, so True Grit is in here. This is – we're looking at 2010 stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this film and thinking it was phenomenal. Had Hailey, Hailey Steinfeld in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how you say her name. She's yeah. probably more well known for Pitch Perfect now. Mm. Um, but she was 14 then. And no. I remember thinking this film was amazing. I went out and bought it as soon as the DVD came out. I haven't watched it once since I got uh, it home. I have the Blu-ray at home as well, which I haven't seen. Yeah. I, I watched it at cinemas and I loved the film and I bought it because I, I loved it Oh, my it God, so much. we did the exact same Isn't thing. Isn't that bizarre? It's always sitting there. And I always, when I'm like, oh, I want to watch something, I look at it and I go, oh. Subtitles on because Jeff Bridges. Right? Oh. I think that's where that mumble. his mumble started. <laughs> And it just hasn't stopped. <laughs> Method acting. He's still in that role. He He's is still done. in that role. And this um, 2010 winter Jennifer Lawrence mm. into, into the scene. Mm. Mm. And it, everyone went banged on and on. All the critics were like, this is amazing. And then I watched it and I'm like, no, it's good. not. No. Yeah, see, I didn't think it was that great. No. I watched it many, many years after all the hype was finished, mm. but I just couldn't get into it. I could see why it was interesting, but it just didn't do it for me. Toy Story 3, I was, I was really happy that an animated feature got into the, the best uh, feature film category. And admittedly, though, Toy Story 3 did have the most one of the most dramatic and heart-wrenching kind of, like, climaxes of the film. When they're on that conveyor belt going towards the incinerator, it was like, oh, my God, no. And they all kind of, like, just accept their fate and uh, then they get saved. So that was quite See, nice. See, the thing is, it's traumatic for an adult to watch that, but my mm. son watches it all the time. Not phased at all. <laughs> really? Does it, he no. probably didn't feel that sense of impending doom. I think, yeah, there's that because he's too young to understand the concept of what might happen mm. and now he's seen it multiple times so he knows that it's always going to end well anyway. Mm. Mm. But as a three-year-old, he really hasn't had to go through much trauma. So I think as an adult you've... Let's keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, you've gone through a few things. So, you know... When you see your buddies and they're about to die, you do get a bit emotional. Yeah. I think there's a few people who cried in that film, myself mm. included. <laughs> <laughs> I think that anyone that didn't cry is a monster. Who's, who saves them at the no end? Heart. Um, is it the Green Alien Men? Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. Because they're, 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 they're... With the claw. Yeah, because yeah. they've been, like, trained oh, all their lives. That's right. <laughs> understand they've how been, to get... <laughs> They've been watching that claw. We are chosen. <laughs> <laughs> um, social networks in here as well in... in 2010 yeah and we're still somehow all using facebook (laughs) i I use it less and less and um i get annoyed with how pervasive it is in my life and oh that's the cat (laughs) sorry this one the other one she's excited to see you guys you like us like bonus mum. I was going to say stepmum, but that's probably not the case. It's, <laughs> it's constantly trying to sell us stuff. Every time you put something in, it just goes, oh, right, let's try and sell you this. And it's yeah, 
It's an ever-evolving creature. You don't even have to put it into Facebook. You can put it into a search engine Uh and it comes up. And I can put something in at work and it comes up on my personal phone and I don't connect to Facebook. No, it's it's creepy. I was speaking about something the other day. Mm. Didn't even search it. I was just talking about it. And then an ad come up for it. I was thinking about something the other day. That, and ah! Fuck all happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be that you know that you buy a white Hyundai, and then mm. all of a sudden, all you can see is white Hyundais. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. You were talking about it, and then an ad popped up that you wouldn't have paid attention to before. Maybe by and the mine half. Yeah. Interesting. Ah, I knew it had a name. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, otherwise known as reticular information. Mm. No. There you go. Okay. Did you notice, like, uh, with the uh, the screenshots, because they've, they've screenshotted in the thing that we're looking at the uh, title page for the movies, mm. and in it you've got Black Swan, Inception, and True Grit are all black screens, white yeah. text. So it's interesting that, uh, that three of the ten films that were nominated there uh, had that uh, that kind of look to it. Uh, the Fighter and The Kids Are All Right are on a street. Winter's Bone mm. is some trees, uh, some clouds for Toy Story, a street's for... For social media, yeah. Should we move on to uh, twenty eleven? Yeah, let's move in. I-, I can't believe we haven't mentioned Inception. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't even know if he's he was in a dream or not, and I don't think um, Christian uh, Christopher Nolan ever cleared that up. You know, right at the yeah. end, where it keeps yeah. spinning. Supposed to keep you wondering. I had a huge argument with my brother about this because he was convinced that he wasn't in a dream or he was or something. And I was like, no, we don't know. So we had this full on like fight about well, be, it. Because at the end of it, it kind of like wobbles a bit. It does. And so you're, you're, you're you questioning, like, because it'll keep spinning if he's in the dream. Mm. Yeah. If he's not in the dream, it'll wobble and fall over. So there's that little wobble at the end. So it's kind of like, no, Chris, hang on to it. This yeah. is the one, one, one point in time where I'm happy for the director to dwell on a scene is just to find out one way or the other. But he did the same thing with uh, the Dark Knight, uh, with, um, uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, was it Dark Knight Returns? Um, the the final uh, of his Batman films. Was... I don't know. You're the you're the nerd. You're the buff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Were they sitting down in Paris having a drink? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, the, there was all this question: is it Paris or is, Italy? I don't know. Is that real? Is he is he oh, actually yes. there, or is or it, is it yeah. not real? And he actually died. And Alfred's just going, "Oh, this is what I wanted." Uh, but yeah. I don't think everyone I didn't picked that. that up. No. Oh no, it's 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 been debated a lot. Yeah, not by me. <laughs> I'm obviously stupid. <laughs> no, Dark Knight um, Rises. Sorry, I, I knew I'd get there eventually. <laughs> so 2011. What is that? Oh, The Help. Uh, you've got Hugo, The Help, War Horse, The Tree of Life, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Descendants, Moneyball, Night in Paris, and The Artist and the Artist One. Oh, Midnight in Paris. Oh, I love that movie. Before we do, do 2011, yes. just one. Do, do you guys, now that we've looked at those films mm. mm-hmm. from two, 2010, mm-hmm. The King's Speech being the winner, do you still think it holds up as the, the best like film of those 10 films for that year? Uh, I would probably say Inception. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say um, so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, no, I, I think The King's Speech, but mm. that's just me. I think it's a fantastic film mm. and it's rewatchable and great and everything, but it also f- follows the line of historical biopic therefore wins. Yeah, mm. yeah. So um, I feel like it's formulaic mm. and designed to win, whereas Inception is a really interesting film. Absolutely, because it's original. got action. It's got mm. like some like real sort of psychological thriller mm. aspects. Yeah. yeah, 
the the visual aspects were amazing when they're creating those those realms or mazes. Yep. That, I think they called them mazes, didn't they? And it the architecture and just everything was folding just so, in on itself oh, and all that sort of stuff. Spectacular watching mm. all that kind of thing. But then you had like all these crazy characters and everything. Like, I could talk about this movie forever. That, Maybe we should do a deep dive one day because <laughs> that's the same year I think that um, Shutter Island came out. Which oh. was Leonardo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio again and uh, Mark Ruffalo. And yeah. <laughs> seeing a theme. He was in a mental institution. I guess uh, the ending there was, to this film, so I, yeah. to me it's not that special. But I, like, I really liked it. Mm. But um, yeah, that was an interesting, another interesting turn. So yeah, 2011, the mm. winner being the artist. I, I still haven't seen it. Oh, I love that film so much. That, that, that's a silent film? So it's a silent black and white film with, um, oh. Mm. That yep. guy, yeah. Yep. That, that guy. <laughs> I can't oh. remember this film. I started watching it. I don't actually think I finished that. Is it I Bellini feel. or something like that? Um, no? Uh, I feel like his uh, Jean is his first name. Jean. Um, come on, Jean. IMDb, work for me. The artist Jean Dujardin. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously, like, yeah. Jean Dujardin. Sometimes people win, uh, like, a, an Oscar-winning film and it launches their career and, and stuff like that, but clearly not in this case. Mm. Oh, hey, he's done a few things and he's French. He's in a lot of French movies, mate. Oh, fair, All right. Enough. And then he was in that movie where the Nazis kept stealing all the art and George Clooney was like, no, stop oh, doing that. Monument, Monument, Monument Men. Men. Monument Men. I had such high hopes for that So film. did I. Thoroughly disappointing. Mm. But then Sorry. the scene that um, Jean Dujardin is in where, they, you know, he, he dies. <laughs> Spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. It's a that's great, okay. I don't think I'm ever going to see it. It's a great scene. I never saw The Descendants. Um, oh, I was actually going to say, speaking of George, yeah. <laughs> I saw it, um, I think I watched it on a plane, and it was actually a really interesting watch because uh, I was looking at it going, oh, I wonder why that was nominated. I'm like, no, it's actually quite interesting. It wasn't your usual kind of George Clooney movie that you'd expect to see him in, and it was really cool. It was like one of those movies where it kind of made you want to go to Hawaii mm. and, and, you know, go and hang out there because it looks like a really lovely place. Yeah, yeah. and I remember, I, th- I feel like The Descendants has got Matthew Lillard in it. Is that the guy uh, that I'm thinking is he in this film no I know it's got um I can't remember her first name but Woodley from the um oh Shailene Woodley Sha- yeah. okay yeah 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 I think Matthew Lillard's in it and all I just remember I kept thinking of Scream when I saw him <laughs> I was like oh cool that hurt man that hurt I don't know whether he is I could be thinking of a different film yeah maybe um, but you know who knows there's a few films here that I I never saw I never saw War Horse because I'm never like saw that, war yeah. plus a horse, no. Yeah, no. Hugo, which is um, the little kid that was in that is now in the uh, Netflix TV series um, Sex Education. Oh. Oh, right. Is that what he's from? Yeah, I know because he looks so recognisable oh. and I realise now it's because he was in that, which I never saw. But it Who else was, was in Sex Education well recently? Oh, the kid from Game of Thrones who plays um, uh, Christopher... Not Christopher Robin. Robin Robin is the name of the character. Robin the, the, something. The kid that was getting breastfed for way too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, I've only seen like four or five episodes. Oh, spoilers. Well, when I say when I say way too long, he was like 
10, 11, 12. I, I think, like, no matter that's, like that's how, you, how you look at it, it's kind of like, yeah, that is way too long. And mm. which war was Warhorse based on? It was First World War, wasn't it? And do we know Probably. where it was located? Because the interesting thing is that... It started in the, England. The artist is a French movie, oh. Midnight in Paris. Um, then you've got Hugo, which is based in, um, in Paris as well. Mm. There's a link to Paris in Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Is there? Um, yeah, isn't the kid from Paris? Oh. Ooh, I can't remember. I um, remember watching that film for uni. I had to watch oh. it. Um, but can confirm that Matthew Lillard was in The Descendants. Oh, just, very good. Just, Excellent. You know. what, what's um, the, extremely loud what's and the Paris um, connection in The Help? Um, I'm, I'll find it. But, yeah, Extremely Loud and Incredibly one. Close is, is correct. Um, Paris Connection in the help. Um, it's got, who's gotten it? Bryce um, Dallad, Dallas Howard, who's probably gone to Paris before. <laughs> well, uh, well, set in World War oh, I. Jessica Chastain's also in it, who is oh, also in The Tree of Life, yes, which is, was also nominated. Yeah, well, I loved her in What's well, um, set in Mississippi, film. which, you know, is there like Parisian French links to that think, end of the country? Uh, <laughs> well, there's going to be, vote. there's a cake in that film. I bet you it was made by a, it was French made by <laughs> Warhorse was set in World War One, and it was uh, he went after being sent to France uh, in a bit to survive. So yeah, ha. so there is a French connection there. Okay, and Tree of Life. Um, <laughs> Ter- Terence Malick. Like, Terrence everyone Ma- was just a Francophile that year. Imagine if we find out that Terence Malick's from. Maybe he grew up in France. Well, there was a, there was a, in the best animated feature there was a cat in Paris as well. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. There's something going on, but so. <sighs> I've got to admit this this year. Jessica it's Chastain. Maybe Jessica Chastain mm. is French or of French descent. Yeah. Chastain sounds like yeah. a French name. Yeah. There you go. I reckon there's got to be something. Because she, she was in Tree of Life as well. Yeah. Mm. For, for me, my favourite movie of that year uh, out of those nine films uh, would have probably been Midnight in Paris. Uh, I just I just liked it a bit, you know, the, the whole, um, you know, time travel kind of stuff was good it was yeah. cute yeah. it was cute i didn't see it the year it came out but uh, if we're going to pick a woody allen film from the last 30 years it's probably one of the better ones mm, mm. um I, I mean the artist one but i think i mean i love the help but yeah i love the help too there was such an like yeah and the tree of life um i i don't know whether it's an amazing film or it came at a certain point in my life where I really needed it because mm. it came out 2011 just after my best friend Jeff passed away ah. and it was about life and death and um, I don't know that existential it's a very existential and, and I think I was just in a, a very particular state of mind when I went and saw that film but having said that I have seen it again and still really enjoyed it apart from the weird bit where he goes back in time to the time of dinosaurs I'm like what why is this here? I can't watch that film anymore. No? Nor can I watch a film called A Ghost Story or Ghost Story because it's too existential and philosophical and nihilistic for me that I just I, I have to avoid Look them. at you with all your navel-gazing words. words. Um, I don't know. It's too – I have such death anxiety that yeah. it just brings up too many – too much for me so yeah. I, it's an amazing film but i cannot watch it i think you'll get over death anxiety in your 30s really yeah i did really yeah there's hope for you yet there's, there's <laughs> hope for me yet okay good <laughs> good i hope so yeah, get worse, I, 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 do, I do plan things like okay so if if my husband dies tomorrow um, I don't have any of the passwords for like Netflix and stuff. So how do I cancel them? 
<laughs> I don't know his password for his email address, so I don't know how to cancel all the stuff he's signed up for. Um, I don't really know how to work some of the technology I love in that's our house. What you think of? But that's hilarious. Oh, but otherwise, you're fine. I th- no, I think of a lot of other horrible, lots of other horrible things, but. You know, like there's that um, – I was going through my settings on Facebook recently because I was trying to change my name and um, it, it comes up with a legacy thing down the bottom and I guess it's like if you die, what do you want yeah. left on Facebook yeah. or you need to put somebody else in there that can use your Facebook with your password or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God, all these things that we never had to think of like 20 years ago. Um, does my partner know my password to all – to my – you know, emails and everything I'm signed up for so that when he closes my account, he can inform everyone that my direct debits are no longer going to be coming out because <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so many little things that you have to think about. Yeah. But you have to close all your, account- your accounts anyway. You can't joint do it before ones. you die. No, no, no. no, but- no but- <laughs> if you die, you have to close all the accounts and everything has to go into – it's awful. Anyway, when- let's go away yeah, from I was that. Say, we may have to do this let's one in two Let's go to 2012. Parts. This show in two parts maybe. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Mm. Look, you know, if um, if certain people can do a two-hour podcast, I reckon we can do one. It'll be mm. fine. Um, well, that's <laughs> can not can we go that's to 2012? Too much, that's too much commitment for that, people. It is. Can we, can we Yeah, 2012. Yes, this is okay. a good year. Um, the, is it? The, the films of the year uh, were- Was it a good year? What did we do in 2012? I'm trying to think. Oh, for film, not for- <laughs> I, mean, I got engaged. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember 2012. <laughs> So, I was at uni. That says a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she was drunk the whole time. So uh, Zero Dark Thirty, depressing. Silver Lining Playbook, depressing. So uh, Zero Dark Thirty got a nomination. Yeah, I love that film. Yeah, I, I like it. the acting though. I think more than anything. Mm. And it was, I think, a Catherine was it Catherine Bigelow. Is that yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, that that's questionable. I think the acting was all right, but mm. you know. Yeah. Les Miserables, depressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln, uh, you know, it's a p- bits and pieces that were depressing. Uh, Life of Pi uh, was was <gasps> a sumptuous feast for the eyes and also depressing. Yeah. Uh, Django Untrained. Unchained, not untrained. Unchained, I said Django Unchained. Actually, and th- th- to make things confusing, the uh, year before best animated feature, Rango. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw Django, I'm like, hang on a second, didn't I just see that? <laughs> uh, Beast of the Southern Wild. Does anyone mm, remember that I film? never saw that. No, that was about a little girl. Um, I feel like I watched this and I liked it, but I can't remember. Well, the little girl that was, year was nominated a for you, um, <laughs> clearly for best actress and I think she was the, one of the youngest um, to ever be nominated. Um, oh, gosh, her name's unpronounceable. Kvensan. Wallace. Kvensan. Yep, that, that's Wallace, exactly yeah. who it was. Ms. Wallace, we'll call her. Ms. Wallace. What was the of the film? And more. Um, faced with both that. her hot-tempered father's fading health and melting ice caps that flooded her ramshackle bayou community and, un- and unleash ancient aurochs. Oh my god! No, I don't think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, no, six-year-old hush puppy. <laughs> Sounds must depressing. Must learn the ways of okay. courage so and love. So here's a French connection for you: Amour, which is a film that came out um, that year that was nominated that I've never heard of, but it looks looks depressing. Um, well, it's French, isn't it? So you know. Oh, hey, French <laughs> stuff is sometimes not depressing; it's sometimes sexy. Um, what else are we looking at here? Argo, fuck yourself. Argo, Argo, Argo. I loved Argo. Yeah, it wasn't. How many times have you watched it though? Twice. I think I've only watched I've it once. It twice. Yeah, yeah, I've only watched it once, but I love it so much. I know. I like, even... Argo, fuck yourself. It's one of those I films where it, and I bought the book. Yeah, <laughs> really. I like, 
I yeah. love that film and I don't know if I need to see it again. I still just love it. I think Ben Affleck is by far a better director than he is an actor. I agree. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But he was he was he great was in, in that. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was great in that. Mm. And I think maybe he needs to direct himself. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> wasn't there another film? What other film was he um, around the same time that he directed? I feel uh, like his brother, Gone Baby Gone yeah. he directed, and then, which was a, an amazing oh, was film as well. another one with um, the, uh, Our Town or The Town? The Town. With his one. brother in it. Yeah, yeah, The Town. I think it's The Town. Blake Lively as well. Oh, mm. right, that yeah. Was, that was a great film. So this year is like Argo's fantastic and that's what won. Mm-hmm. Arguably, I think that's probably the right choice. Mm. I mean, I love Silver Linings Playbook and I've watched that multiple times. It's definitely rewatchable. Definitely. Um, and like Life well, of Pi is great as well. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I love their little dance at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're never going to win. Look at them. They're crap, but I love them. <laughs> Life, Life of Pi had such a, you know, just a, a feast for the eyes. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just so different. That that scene with those luminescent, uh, like, um, algae and stuff like that. It was yeah, and seeing phenomenal. it, I think we saw it at Greater Union on the um, the big screen that mm, they've got mm. there and, and in 3D and it was amazing. Yeah. Except when the 3D didn't work in the first instance and yeah. they had to reset everything. It was, it was quite a quite a delay, but um, we got to see it and it was, yeah, Feast for the Eye is a good way to describe yeah. that movie. But I, I think you're right. Argo is really the film for that that year out of those uh, mm. nine, nine films that were nominated. Mm. This is inter- interesting. In 2013, there's mm-hmm. nine films and um, seven of them have basically black screen mm. with writing as their title card, but American uh, Hustle, which I'm sorry, was not that good. It was not Oscar-worthy. Neither Definitely was we, not. Are we neither moving was, on to 2013, are we? Neither yeah. was The Wolf of I Wall so. Street yeah. either. I, don't think I liked The Wolf of oh, Wall Street film. I thought it was terrible. Oh, what about <laughs> but that? Maybe you know that hyped. disgusting scene where um, Jonah Hill is all of a sudden like masturbating at a party because <laughs> no. he's high on something? And how hilarious was the Quaaludes oh, thing? Where okay, he, that like, was funny. You know, he thinks he gets out of there in one piece and then you see him actually like his car, but him trying to get into his car while he's like, I did like that scene actually. That was a funny quiet. scene. That and was. then he's getting back and saying, put the phones down. Oh, come that on. That was I think it was so overhyped though that by the time I got to see it Maybe. I got I saw it quite late. Um seen it quite late, yeah. And I just This yeah. is a good year though. Like Nebraska. Nebraska was good. good. I, I liked Nebraska. I loved Nebraska. I, this was a. No, do you think it was a good year? Because uh, I mean, while there's some good titles in there, I think that it's probably one of the most like they were grasping at straws to get n- nominations. I maybe. Um, I mean, so Philomena was. Um, oh my gosh, why is his name escaping me? Um, I want to say Scott. It's not Scott at all. Mm. The dude from the trip, Philomena. Oh. Um. Steve Coogan. Thank you very yes. much. What did I say, Scott? Yeah, Scott. Scott, Scott Coogan. Scott. Yeah, Scott Coogan, his lesser-known brother. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's his film. Not such a not not so good with the impersonations. <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club was pretty full on. Yeah, that was actually a really good film. I thought that would have won, to be honest, just because of its themes. But also, I suppose Twelve Years a Slave, a slave, sorry, has. That's an oh, amazing film I can never watch again. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those films where you just go, wow, that was really good and really important and God, I never want to see that film uh-uh. again. It's just, mm. that- I did try, but they got I, I got to the bit with him about to whip 
um, Lupita Nyong'o's mm. character and I went, oh, yeah, I remember this. I'm turning it off right now because yeah. mm. I almost vomited in mm. that scene. I felt so ill. Um, but moving on to Gravity, I mean, I remember seeing that with Lewis at um, the huge IMAX, yeah. IMAX screen mm. and I felt so scared when I was in that film because I have an issue with space movies because I think how crazy if you're in space all alone and then you die in space and you die really alone and then George Clooney yeah. dies alone in space. It's all just... And then he comes back and he's not really back. And it's, and like, oh my God. it's a horrible film. I would never put myself through it again. No. Really? I watched t- it once and that's it. Yeah, me. but there's a lot of logic flaws in this film. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I we said, won't get into I it. I said to Kat that we've got to watch it and watch it in 3D, but we've got to be like sitting as close to the screen as possible. So we're mm. like moving furniture around to make sure we could get the right effect. Yeah, and turned off all the lights yeah. to get the room as dark mm. as possible. It was, it, was, it was effective. Her was a good oh. film. Oh, no, sorry, I was just looking at 2014. Oh, well, we can move on. I just realised there's a film in 2014 that is my second favourite film of the entire decade. Mm. Boyhood? No. Nah. Um, Whiplash. 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 Oh, God, have you seen film. Whiplash? Can we, can we talk about have her we? first? Can we say in 2013? We can. We can. It's like the, 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 the thing excited. is, I, like her was about a guy who has a relationship with his uh, Suri. Basically. For lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, his AI. Do you think there are people now that are having relationships with their AI? I don't think AI is uh, to that point yet. But I certainly think it will happen. I mean, people have relationships with objects such as Ferris wheels. <laughs> True. Um, this what? is a, a yeah, serious, I know. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. I, I think that you know, if you can have a relationship with an object such as a you know what, Ferris that's wheel not a consensual or a cash register, or, then you can <laughs> or the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> you certainly probably can. There's have no a, consent there, though. You can't have a relationship <laughs> with something that's not consenting. Yeah, there's a real moral grey area. <laughs> that's like the real doll things. How some people are like have yeah relationships with their real dolls. And because they can't have relationships elsewhere and they take them. That is interesting. Lars and the Real Lars Girl. The Real I Girl. still yeah, haven't yeah. seen that film. Mm. No, no, it's always one of those ones where you go, really must see that film sometime. Mm. And I, you never do. Because uh, there's more interesting things to watch. <laughs> I watched um, some little story on YouTube or something where this guy had all of these different real dolls, but he also lived with his daughter and his daughter would help dress them up and, like, do their hair and help him choose, like, when he's buying them and stuff. Like, someone has a lot of money because I'm pretty sure they're quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. And the um, I, I, I follow this uh, website called Oh Joy Sex Toy, uh, which initially uh, was, like, uh, reviews in comic book form yeah. of the different sex toys. So if you're actually ever looking for, you know, sex toys and want a, a good review of it, it's actually a good place to go there and, and look at the reviews because mm. they're really in-depth and uh, and it's uh, Erica Mowen is, you know, very sex positive and she does this thing with her, with her husband. But one day they got sent a real doll. And Sorry, she, and she does this thing with her husband, what? and we're all like, "Wait, what she do with her husband?" She does the sex. She, no, no, no. Can you say she does the, she reviews, does the reviews with, with her, her husband? husband. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, and she. I has, was slightly confused. Yeah, yeah she does the reviews with her husband, and uh, it's 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 like sex education and uh, sex toys, and it's a real gamut of things. Very sex positive, and so yeah, if you're looking for that kind of stuff, it's a oh joy sex toy. Just Google it, you'll find it. But did that, you say it was a podcast? No, 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 no. It's a comic book. It's a it's a website oh, online. Yeah. Okay, and, and the 
they've made physical comics of it as well, but the, the best place to go is to the website because it's searchable and, and you can find out there. Because I was just thinking, you you introduced me to a podcast a few years ago that now is not on and I can't remember the chick's name, but it was a, a porn star who used to do... Um, Katie. Katie. Um, Katie. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. her last name? Uh, yeah. But she did a great podcast about sex with oh, her she was the one from, husband um, and... Uh, Zach and Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't Katie, think of her surname Katie. now. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> but it was such a great podcast and she would have guests on talking mm. about their sex lives. And Katie Morgan. Thank, thank you. you. And talking about, um, you know, various different mm, things mm. through the porn industry. It was such an interesting podcast that wasn't just about sex, but it was, you know, helping people who were writing in with stories about what was happening in their life and making them more comfortable with sex. It was like a really good podcast and I was super pissed when it stopped. I'm like, this is really entertaining and it's gone. Well, if you're looking for another like sex advice kind of podcast as a... Uh- look, I'm not looking for advice. <laughs> There's I know what I'm doing. for a friend. Yeah. 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 There's the, the, the Savage Lovecast, Dan, Dan Savage, oh, who's been yeah, doing yeah. it for decades. Uh, and it's really interesting because sometimes people, like you, you think when you write into these uh, advice places or ring up and, mm. and ask for advice, that the person on the other end is going to be really you know, uh, supportive. No matter what you say, they're going to be really supportive. But sometimes like people ring in with just these these things where it's so clear what the, the, the issue is and he can be like, Savage, uh, you know, in his response. But sometimes people, like, need that. Mm. Uh, there was particularly in the last week, I'm not going to tell you what it was, but there was one particular thing and it was like, oh, my God, this dude can clearly not see the writing on the wall here. I don't know if I could listen to a podcast by Dan Savage because did you guys ever watch Shrill with um, A.D. Bryant? No? Yeah, yeah. SBS? Yeah. So that guy that her her boss, you know, who's fat-shamed yeah, yeah, yeah. her basically through articles, um, that's based on Dan Savage. What? So the Shrill is based, is a book written by uh, Lindsay something, I forget what she is, but she wrote, Dan Savage was essentially her boss and they started, he started this program where it was like, all right, let's, let's go for a run, everybody, and then... Yeah. Anyway, you have is to it watch the Shrill. Same it's a- Dan Savage. Yes, it is. The sex advice. Dan yes, Savage. it is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Because uh, if- that really amuses me because I always thought he came across as a bit of a douchebag, and I do struggle to listen to that mm. podcast. So, yay! I do have good instincts. Uh, you do have good instincts. Yes. So I don't. I don't think I could listen to him because I'd just get annoyed. Yeah. At rightly him. so. So <laughs> that is a great anyway, show, by the way. It Shrill is amazing. Mm. It's just had its second um Lindsay West. Linda West. Lindsay West? Li- anyway. I think it's Lindsay, isn't it? Lindsay I West. Think so. I want to say I think Lindsay. so. She's on my Instagram. I should check it out. Huh. But um yeah, they've just finished filming the second season. <gasps> Exciting. So um and so I know it was on this SBS because I follow her for on, Australian on Instagram. Yeah. Listeners. I yeah. binged it. It was good. But the the the, the uh, getting back to the Ojoy sex where I was sorry. making the, the point, they were given a real doll to. to oh yeah, that's right. We yeah, were talking. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> tangent. So, yeah, they were given a real doll to review, and it was kind of like, what do we do with this thing? Mm. It was just, it was so awkward. So it's kind of like be bizarre. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like one of those things where yeah, it's. Yeah, some people must be their thing, but I don't want to I yuck just... anyone's yum. Like, if that's what you're into, mm. I just think I would find that slightly 
uncomfortable but I think that has to do with the fact that those two people are in a loving caring relationship and um, have clearly a good relationship if they can do a sh- like something about sex toys mm-hmm. um, and those dolls I think are for people who struggle with that emotional connection with people or maybe they choose not to have an emotional connection with people because it's not what they're into so you know if, if that's your bag. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like the sex toy of, like the, the Teddy Ruskin of sex toys. Like you can What's put, Teddy Ruskin? They were those um, uh, like bears that you put tapes into and they, they like spoke to you. Oh, no, that's creepy. Yeah, because I think some of those real dolls you can put like, they, they talk to you and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, but it'd be like scripted, wouldn't it? Because oh, yeah. it's like a tape oh, yeah, as that's... opposed to it being AI. But look, I mean, Siri can't even play the right podcast half the time or the right song. <laughs> that's true. Hey, she and got like... Tessellate, right? <laughs> or he got Tessellate, right? They. 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 Okay. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, but move, move on from her because it's weird Thank and creepy. Thank you. Uh, um, 2014. I've been wanting to get to 2014. Yeah. I think we're probably only going to make it as far as 2015 on this episode. But, I think so. Um, so 2014 was the year that Birdman won. Mm. Great film. I like this film. I like the way it was filmed. I think it was a good movie, but I just wonder why it won. Whiplash should have won. Mm-hmm. According to me, but that's my. Oh, no, no, I'd agree with that. Oh, I, I would, say I would that- agree with that as well. I think Whiplash is a very powerful film. It's yeah. phenomenal, like the tension that it creates in uh-huh. you and the acting. J.K. And- Simmons is just oh, scary, isn't yeah. he? Like, how can he go from like the role that he plays in Juno, which he's like you know an authoritative um, father loving figure, father, yeah. but just loving mm. and so supportive, to just being like. A psychopath. Oh, and that final scene though, where Miles Teller is on stage oh. and he comes and he comes back, and J.K. Simmons, and the ending when they kind of look at each other, mm. and you can see there is that level of respect. respect. Mm. And yeah. I, I just found that fascinating. I just love this beautiful film. closure on that movie. Oh, so good. I've only seen it once, but it, it is another film that I would mm. definitely struggle to watch again, just because of the the abusive relationship mm. he had with with um miles teller's character yeah. yeah it was just too upsetting i watched it again recently because i i had to do some other thing where i gave my top five films of the decade for, oh, yeah. for another outlet and mm. whiplash was my number two but i wanted to confirm that it was definitely number two before i, I said it aloud yeah and i watched it and i was like yep it's it's number two how can anyone remember what they've seen over a decade yeah, I suppose my number one film is more recent, which is why Parasite. It, no, oh, no, oh. it's actually not. Um, it's, oh, oh, oh! You, I think you would probably know it. Um, and we'll Manhattan get to, by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Manchester yeah. by the Sea. It, 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 it will come up later because it was nominated. I think in two thousand. I think it will come so. in the next episode because we are definitely going to have to wrap things up shortly. But Boyhood um, is a fascinating film that I I think. Have you guys all seen Boyhood? Yes. Ethan yep. Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, um, so you watch this child and, and I mean, it was filmed, oh, I can't remember. The, 12 years, was it? It was a Linklater movie, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, thank you. Linklater, yeah. 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 So he just got together for uh, a few weeks with these same people over a 10 or 12-year period mm. and they all aged together. But it's supposed to be a story about him, but you can see it's also a story about his parents and how they go through their own growth mm. over that span of time and, you know, how, you know, this divorce couple that really at the start were really argumentative and everything, towards the end 
you know, they've found a common ground. Mm. So, and you watch his sister grow up as well and um, uh, Patricia Arquette, who plays his mum, you see her career path change as well through Mm. that. It's just a really interesting idea to film it over that such a large span of time. I I think it was quite good and you can see why it got a nomination as well, Mm. not just for its content but for actually going to that length and mm. doing something quite unusual because I mean probably the only one that I could com- um, compare it to is like seven up oh, yeah. where, where you know I think and there was a release of I think it was like 64 up would have been in 2000 and probably 2013 so it's kind of interesting that it's it's taking that long like people don't take that kind of length it's just like where they shoot in like usually a couple of months if mm. that including mm. doing a little bit of, like, reshooting. And I just think it's an incredible way to tell a story. Yeah. American Sniper, that was the one with the fake baby, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It did have a fake baby <laughs> I in. I can't believe. So funny that I, that's what you recall. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. Not at all. I don't think this is deserving. No, no. You can't have a film with a clearly fake baby in it and be Oscar nominated. That's dumb. But also... <laughs> I'm sorry. I know Bradley Cooper. I know Bradley Cooper has to be in the Oscars every year, but still. Yeah, but <laughs> like, also this is a film, film about post-traumatic stress, and I don't think it captured that very mm. well at all, to be honest. But in in saying that, can you guys hear birds? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it's like there's a, I just there's wish a, we all had said no then. That would have been yeah. much funnier. Yeah. It sounds like there's one of those um, rainforest tracks on in the background. That's what it sounds we, we, like. The we, birds we, are all a bit lost because yeah. someone chopped down my favourite oh, tree. I know. I know. Let's not go there. But, hey, look, they're, they're coming to your garden now. So yeah, true. Oh, we should this mention nice. the Grand Budapest Hotel. That yes. was a great mm. film as well, wasn't no, it? No, not really. Enjoy no, I liked it. I thought it was not fun. My, not my favourite Wes Anderson film. And I know that it's a lot of people's favourite. Wes Anderson film. No, mine's um with da what's that? How do you Darjeeling Limited? Limited. That's my favorite as well. Love that one. I have listened to that album over and over many times. Yep, 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 yep. Um, theory of everything. Yeah. Historical biopic. Of course, it was going to be nominated, but not my thing. Imitation game. A game. Game. Another biopic. Um, historical, really. Was Selma really historical good. as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was about the the civil action or civil action that happened in, right. in Selma. Oh, okay. That, Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, I didn't see right. that movie. I think I watched this. I think I did see it. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But I mean, all in all, I mean, there's a couple of good films in there. Imitation Game. I think there's Bird some Man. great movies in there because Imitation Game and the Theory of Everything were interesting because mm. there were stories that hadn't really been told. Yeah. And it's – well, they probably had if you'd read books, but for idiots like me that only watch movies. Me. <laughs> 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 but oh. I, I think of that year, I think that Whiplash is oh, the best It should have won. Yeah. Do you think Bird- I, I think so. Do you think Birdman won because it was a movie set in a theatre and it was about in actors and it was I yeah. think it possibly won for the way it was done yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. I think it was really interesting. And, and I th- I think it had a good story as well as the way it was filmed. Yeah. But um I I just think Whiplash is a better story. And it was by a very unknown 
writer as well I believe, mm. and director as well just some a very young guy who just kind of come out of nowhere so i reckon he should have got some recognition for that but anyway. oh i don't know if i can talk about 2015 yet because should we move on uh, should we put a um a full stop here and and maybe no well, well should we do 2015 this episode yeah. and then the next five the next yeah. one okay okay i see why i think 2015 is gonna be a really do quick you? one because do, it's a oh there's some really interesting films in it though isn't there uh, not I, Brooklyn. I, I, Brooklyn. Was, I think it's I actually a bit of a blah. Yeah. Spotlight, though, fantastic film. Mark Ruffalo film. Um, <laughs> the Revenant, Sorry. of course, is kind of that interesting. Film was it, intense, it, it, and it won Leo his first Oscar. After, oh, it did too. You know, all those years. You've got Room, which was an intense. That's film. why I can't talk about it. It's um, that that film is just too much. Okay, so maybe we don't. No, dive no, too it's, much. if it's okay, we 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 do the whole gamut. We're fine. Um, so The Martian. With um yeah, oh, yeah Matt, Dam- was... Matt Damon Matt Damon cooking potatoes with oh not cooking potatoes with poo growing potatoes <laughs> with his poo <laughs> as you do yeah uh, Bridge of Spies never saw it Brooklyn highly overrated Saoirse Ronan film mm. oh the Big yeah. Short also <laughs> highly overrated oh it was good but I think it was overrated myself but it was such a blah year that Mad Max Fury Road got a nomination <laughs> that was a good film. But I don't think it was as good as I think it was. I think, like, I think at the time I really thought it was amazing, but five years on, I'm like, eh, was it really? It's yeah, but like 2013, a- Iron Man 3 didn't get a nomination, mm. and yet, like, Fury Road gets a nomination. Oh, it's because it's an old director, like, uh, you know, going back to his uh, you roots. Know, roots and, um, it was, but it was basically just a, a, a chase movie for, for the whole film. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah, fair play to him. It's all good. I think Spotlight, for me, is the deserving winner, which won anyway, but that's just me. Um, I haven't seen it. I, oh, I haven't seen I think so many of these movies. I think it's a really good film, but I thought Room was phenomenal in all sorts of ways and so hard to watch. And I made the mistake of trying to watch it again and I mm. did get through it, but it's intense. I don't think I could watch it again, but I'm glad I watched it. It's one of those ones mm. like where you don't regret having watched it, but you've it's a one and done. Yeah. Cause when, cause I think because I think of the real life, circumstances mm. of, like obviously that's not a real life scenario uh, it's not based on real life but there's a lot it's of a dramatization yeah things yeah. that have happened um like that like the cleveland guy who had those three women yeah. and the elizabeth smart there's like so many of these stories that come out of these women who escape who have been kept and held oh it just it makes me want to vomit so yeah, that's how I deal with emotion. I vomit apparently. <laughs> I think uh, I think if we've learned anything from the the, the first five years of uh, of that uh, past decade is that if you want to get your film nominated for an Oscar, uh, black uh, background, mm. white letters, and you're assured <laughs> it does appear so. It's like yes. I got something right when I did the new logo for Unscripted. Absolutely, <laughs> we'll be nominated for an award in no time. Yeah, <laughs> yep. fingers crossed. Should we um wrap this baby up? We should. I'm sure you've inserted an ad here, but um, it's somewhere during the show. But join us on Facebook, Instagram, and all pass on our information to people. That'd be nice. Yeah, Thanks. get people to listen because we think that we're funny. Yeah. And it'd be nice if other people thought we were funny. Hmm. I think my brother laughs sometimes. He probably goes, <laughs> oh, stupid we are. No. <laughs> probably. All right, catch you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.